Welcome, and thank you for accepting our invitation to join the Bible study and reflection for this Wednesday, October 28, 2020. In preparing for our Wednesday Bible studies, I put all of my notes into a Word document and I save it by name under the heading of Bible study. The Word document I used for today, I named Bible Study on Bible Study. I could have added a subtitle that would have said, What did Jesus think of the Bible? As always, please feel free to share this with your family and friends. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and most gracious God, we thank you for your gift of faith and the gift of your grace that you extend to us even though we don't deserve it. We thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus, who was revealed to us through your Holy Word. Help us to stay deeply rooted in your Holy Word so that we may see the endless love that Jesus has for all of us. This prayer is lifted up in Jesus' name. Amen. You ever wonder what Jesus says and had to think, think about the Bible? Uh, thanks be to God, we have the claims and testimony of the gospel writers to help us find the answer to that question. Really, look no further than the gospel reading from this past Sunday, which was from the book of John, chapter 8, verses 31 through 32. Here's the reading. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you remember the wonderful example Pastor Metz gave us in his sermon this past Sunday when he spoke of the woman that planted her feet in freshly poured concrete and she became anchored there? That was a wonderful visual of what Jesus is asking his followers to do. What did Jesus mean when he said, if you hold to my teaching? Let's isolate the word hold and do a word search for that. It is translated from the Greek word meno, and it means to remain, stay, abide, reside. Now, let's isolate the word teaching and do a word search on it. It is translated from the Greek word logos, that means word or message. I'm not going to preach Pastor's sermon again. I just wanted to point out how meaningful his visual representation was. Jesus is asking us to remain cemented in his word like the person in freshly poured concrete and not to merely flutter over his word like a bird dancing on wet concrete and then flying away. As you know by now, because we mentioned it so many times, Folks at Bible Project refer to the Bible as a unified story that leads to Jesus. Did Jesus read the Bible? Well, the Bible Jesus would have known and studied would have been the Old Testament. Quite often, Jesus referred to the law and the prophets. What he was referring to 
is what we would know as the Old Testament. He read it, studied it, loved it, and lived it because he knew it all pointed to him. If we remain, stay, reside, and abide in daily Bible study, we too learn, love, and live God's word as we are introduced to Jesus. Jesus referred to the law 41 times in the NIV translation. He is speaking of the first five books of the Hebrew Bible known as the Torah. The balance of the Old Testament would have been referred to by Jesus as the prophets. Jesus spoke the word prophet or prophets 44 times in the NIV translation. Suffice it to say that Jesus knew his Bible from hours and days and years of study and reflection. Remember in the book of Matthew when Jesus was questioned by the Pharisees, who are the experts in the law, the question to Jesus was, what is the greatest commandment in the law? You got to love his answer, and here it is. You can find this in the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verses 36 through 40. Here's his answer. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbors as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Now, obviously, I'm not going to read every passage where Jesus uttered the words law or prophet, but I do hope in the few examples I have cited you see that it is clear that Jesus truly engaged and valued the scriptures of the Old Testament. It's been 34 weeks since Bible Project was formally introduced at St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For those of you who are in attendance on that Sunday afternoon, the next story will probably sound familiar. I tell this story to point out what our pastor says so often. If you get to know Jesus, it will change your life forever. If we get to know Jesus through prayer, sacraments, as well as scripture, it's important to know how to approach and interpret scripture. Who remembers the kids' book series called Scratch and Sniff? Well, Psalm 38.8 says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. How about we adapt that to our Bible study time? Read and see that the Lord is good. How do we go about doing that in a meaningful way? When I was 12 years old, I received my first Bible as a birthday gift from my mom and dad. It was a leather-bound, gold-leaf, King James Version. I still have it. I thanked my parents for the gift and immediately wondered what to do with it. I had seen a Bible on my grandmother's nightstand, so I snuck in her bedroom to open it up and see if it differed from my new Bible. Not much difference on the outside, but when I opened it, I could see the pages of hers were worn, and many verses were highlighted with colored pencils. I would occasionally open my new Bible up and would read and mark some of the same passages that my gamma had marked. 
Beyond that, there was no instruction about how to approach the Bible. I grew up going to Sunday school and church, but there was never really any formal instruction on how to read, study, or even understand the Bible. Now fast forward 49 years. I purchased a study Bible recommended to me by one of the rostered leaders in my church. I noticed in the back of this Bible there was a daily plan to read the Bible from the beginning to the end. I did so every year for five years in a row. During that five-year period, I also attended Wednesday evening Bible studies that were offered at our church on a weekly basis. During those Bible studies, I asked a lot of very naive questions, but I also started to learn a lot about how important it is to interpret Scripture correctly. Our Bible study leaders would obviously would occasionally play videos by scholarly theologians. They pointed out why cultural and historical context is very important for correct interpretation of Scripture. I found this very helpful because it began to peel back the layers of Scripture and expose the essence of God's love, His Son, and His plan for humanity. By accident, one day I learned of something called a podcast. A friend had recommended a human interest story that had been put together in a series of podcasts. Not knowing what a podcast was, I did some searching around and found out it's something you can access on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. I downloaded a podcast app to my phone, and one of the first searches I made for a podcast was about the Bible. I stumbled onto a podcast series called Exploring My Strange Bible by a fellow named Tim Mackey. I began listening to these podcasts and enjoyed them and learned a lot from them. While listening to Tim's podcast, I also learned that he was involved in another project called Bible Project with a friend of his named John Collins. I began listening to podcasts produced by Bible Project. During the time I was listening to the podcast, I learned that Bible Project had a website that offered short videos that give wonderful insight into every book of the Bible as well as biblical theme-based videos, and even a series on word study. As a result of being involved in weekly Bible study for seven years and listening to more than 450 hours of podcasts and watching most all of the Bible Project videos, the strange Bible that was given to me at the age of 12 now has new meaning, and it's not quite as strange or intimidating. Jesus said to his disciples and others in crowds when he was teaching, follow me. He is quoted as saying, follow me, 22 times in the NIV translation, 23 in the NRSV, 19 in the King James, and about the same number of times in the Amplified Bible, but in slightly different words. How do we read slash study the Bible to discern what it means for us today when Jesus says, follow me. Have you ever been confused about the meaning of a Bible story? Have you ever been intimidated by the strangeness of the Bible? Have you ever thought of starting a Bible study with a group or just did not know where to start? Ever wondered what the overall story of the Bible is? Check out the link to Bible Project. Very simple, bibleproject.com. 
and navigate through some of the introductory videos. You will quickly learn the Bible is a unified story that leads to Jesus. The folks involved at Bible Project put the Bible into cultural and historical context. You must remember that the Bible was not written to us, but is written for us. Please share this with your family, friends, business associates, church family, and anyone else that you believe could benefit from understanding the Bible just a little bit more. All of Bible Project videos and podcasts are free. Bible Project is not the only way to approach Scripture, but it is a very helpful resource in your faith journey of biblical discernment and understanding. Let us pray. Dear God, you are our Heavenly Father, and we thank you for the many gifts you have given and continue to give us. We especially thank you for your written word inspired by your Holy Spirit. Please open our hearts and our minds to learn, love, and live your holy word. We ask this in Jesus' name. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace and learn from the Lord.